0: We are excited to have you guys here. Hey man, we just wanna go ahead and get it, man. It's the kingdom
1: out. It's the kingdom out. It's the kingdom out. It's the kingdom out. It's the kingdom out. 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 We're we'll to go and get it so we always don't go. Sleep Shoes on feet, stay on the floor Got a team that won't most so give me less Ain't an option, all gas with no brakes So it ain't no stopping Strategists, study plotting, they drawing the prints In fact, they blue, don't include a fence. Ain't no limit, ain't no cap, so we stay on the grind Work ethic from 9-9, born destined to shine For the kingdom, we gon' grind, we staking it in Fading our line, cast it out, rhythm in Let's repent of our sin, cause the kingdom is near Let's repent of our sin, cause the kingdom is here Let's repent of our sin, cause the kingdom is near Let's repent of our sin Cause the kingdom is here yeah. it's, the kingdom it's the kingdom out 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 Hey there, yeah, hey there, yeah. can you watch
2: Naruto? Naruto? How come every time I come in living room Y'all in room, time I watch some Naruto? By
0: Nora Kingdom. Tall, five, we go- hey, hey man, welcome back to the TKHS, it is the Kingdom Hour Show, I am your host, uh, Jay Dab, man, a uh, huge salute, man, to everybody that's tuned in and tapping in with us right now. I want you to go ahead, man, make sure you share the live, man so we can, um, we can touch as many people as possible on this evening, man. Um, we have an exciting episode tonight, man. We are going to really get, we're going to get deep and personal tonight, man. So I hope that you guys are ready. Uh, before we get started, man, let's go ahead and send us one up one time, right? Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this moment and this opportunity to go before such great people, oh God. We just pray and ask right now that your will go forth, uh, that hearts are penetrated oh god that minds are opened oh god and repentance go forth oh god anyone that's not filled with your spirit oh god we pray that you will fill them anyone who hasn't encountered your spirit we pray for an encountering father god we thank you and we bless you and it's in the name of jesus that we pray amen 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 once again i am your host j dab welcome back to the TKHS tonight man we have a hot topic man we want to talk about deliverance and how to remain delivered all right Uh, But before we dive in, man, I want to not introduce, but I want to just quickly show you guys, man, some of the new merch, man, that we have from the uh, Apostle J-Dab change line, man. Hey, y'all know it's getting cold, right, man? We have the hoodies in. These are the commitment plus consistency equals change hoodies. They are in, they are available. We also have the successful hoodies. You can't be successful in anything if you're inconsistent in everything. And we also have another color of the hoodies uh, for the commitment plus consistency. So man, you guys make sure y'all tap in and uh, check out some of the product, man. We're going to drop a link uh, to where you can find it, man. You can always inbox us and get it. Of course, we have uh, the tees, man. The commitment plus consistency equals change. Tees in navy blue. We have another green. This is olive green, and we have the successful tees in black. And of course, we have my favorite color, green, forest green. So, if you guys are interested in getting any of this, this merchandise, any of this apparel, please reach out, man. And uh, we thank you in advance uh, for your support. We want to give a huge shout out to Miss Mamie Sweet Treats, man, uh, who keeps uh, empowering the kingdom delight here at Kingdom Life Central. We also want to give a huge shout out to Kingdom Life Central. If you are in the Houston area, the Hobby Airport area, or even the Bush Intercontinental area, and you would like to come out and worship with us, uh, come out and hang out with us to see what's really going on in the kingdom, here is your invite. We are at Kingdom Life Central South, 9000 one airport boulevard that's houston texas 77061 and the suite is suite 109 right huge salute to all creek construction man if you want it done and you want it done right get all creek construction on site man find us on the web find us on facebook at all creek construction and they will get you taken care of all right now we are back we are back we are back tonight's topic for the TKHS is deliverance and how to remain delivered, right? We wanted to run the topic tonight, man. Uh, It's something that we're introducing uh, starting next week. Uh, What we're introducing next week is going to be called Line for Line. We are going to get some of the hottest songs with some of the hottest artists to break down lines, line for line, songs line for line, bar for bar, uh, so we can give you guys a clear cut understanding uh, we really want to do it because, man, we just released a new song and I'll play it this evening. It's called My God is So Real. Uh, it's my song, J-Dab, featuring uh, Rich Lady in Christ, uh, Eros, and Urgency. Urgency, man. And uh, we released the video. If you haven't saw the video, man, I want to encourage you guys to go ahead and find it on YouTube. Just type in J-Dab Ministries. Uh, my God is So Real video and it'll come up. And it's some things that's going on in the video. Uh, that, that has provoked uh, or caused certain questions to come forth, man. So we want to break that thing down, line for line, bar for bar. So we are looking to jump off up into that segment starting next week. But tonight, man, once again, our topic is deliverance and how to remain delivered. How did we get here? How did we get here, man? We, we really got here. Because, man, as I really, as I really look through my spiritual eyes, man, it's it's really overwhelming to see the uh, misconception and the interpretation of what deliverance really is. Uh, deliverance, being set free, man. Uh, you know, for the apostolic ministry, the apostolic calling uh, that's on many people's lives, you know, uh, it's been a huge misconception to think that. Hey, it's just about casting out demons and, you know, causing demons to flee, getting people set free. No, man. What we want to talk about tonight is the process of it all, right? Uh, We wanted to clear up the mis... I wanted to clear up the misconception of the apostolic ministry uh, and just remind everyone the assignment of apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. Our assignment is to equip the saints for the work of ministry, period. This is our assignment, is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. It's not to equip the saints to go get rich. It's not to equip the saints to uh, look down on people. It's not to equip the saints to to move into bigger houses. It's, It's not to equip the saints to none of that. Our assignment with this apostolic calling is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. It is to build up the body of Christ. So what we see a lot of times that take place in apostolic ministry is a lot of the shouting, a lot of the dancing, a lot of the prophecy and everything, man. And to be honest, a lot of these things has made a complete mockery of the commission and of the calling that's been placed on many of our lives. Some of us, we take this calling very, very seriously. I believe in the prophetic. I believe in the evangelists. I believe in the pastors. I believe in the teachers. I believe in the different tongues, the the tongues assigned to God. I believe in these things, but it's just the, the theatrics of it all is very disgusting. Uh, And I know a lot of people may not agree, a lot of people may not like me. Hey, man, I can really care less, to be honest with you. But it is what it is. Our calling and our assignment is to equip the saints. A lot of us in this particular office or in this particular ministry, we're not doing a great job of equipping the saints. It's not about recruiting people and having large entourages. It's not about us having matching socks and It's not about us knowing how to pick them up and put them down. It's it's not about none of that stuff, man. It's about us equipping the saints for the work of ministry, to build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of God's son. I know, man, this may sound a little greenish. Like, man, this ain't going to never happen. But the scripture said that this is the assignment, and I believe that it's possible. For all things are possible through Christ Jesus. The Word of God goes on to say it's, it's, it's for us for growing into ministry with a statue measured by Christ's fullness. This is the assignment, y'all. Then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching, by human cunning, with cleverness in the techniques of deceit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is what's taking place in a lot of the apostolic ministries, man. It's a whole bunch of game. It's a whole bunch of wordplay. It's a whole bunch of human cleverness. But I just want to encourage everybody, man, that, look, the assignment is what it is. I am called to equip the saints for the work of ministry. If you want to be equipped, come and be equipped. Come and be equipped, man. It's not about all that other stuff, all right? So we wanted to we wanted to set the atmosphere and we wanted to clear the app with that particular um, portion right there. This apostolic calling, man, if you are not equipping the saints for the work of ministry, some people are out here equipping believers to be messy. Some people out here are equipping believers to be thieves. Some people are equipping people to be liars. Man, it's a whole bunch of equipping, but it's not the right equipping. Right. And so. We want to go forth because I know that a lot of times in the apostolic ministry, man, we see deliverance going forth. We see deliverance going forth. We see uh, the prophet or the apostles or we see them laying hands and casting out devils and casting out demons and stuff like this. We I, I've witnessed the convulsion. I, I've witnessed it all. And, you know, man, demonic, demonic forces are real. They do and will inhabit. An individual body right, but we are here tonight to just open it up to get clarity as to what deliverance is spiritual deliverance in ministry refers to groups that perform practices and rituals to cleanse people of demons and evil spirits. It's some people, man, they just, man, I want to run to the church, want to live like a pig all week long and want to get to the church. Oh, I just need to be delivered. I just need to be delivered. We're going to touch on it tonight. Uh, You you, you coming, you coming, you coming. But see, understand this. This is done in order to address problems in their life deemed to be manifesting as a result of demonic presence, which have authority to oppress the person. Yes, a demonic force does have the authority to oppress the vessel that it's living in. We want to talk about deliverance because deliverance is real. But how many deliverances must one go through before they are actually set free? Tonight, man, I I want to take us back a little bit. Uh, uh, I want to take us back a little bit into the book of Exodus. Uh, We want to shoot around the 12th verse the 12th verse, and I want to go back up uh, just a little bit, not the 12th verse, the 12th chapter. I'm sorry, but the 12th chapter beginning in verse 1. I'm, I'm going to spot read it, but read it in its entirety at, at your own time. Exodus chapter 12. The word of God begins to say that the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month is to be the beginning of months for you. It is the first month of, of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the 10th day of this month, they must each select an animal of the flock according to their father's family, uh, one animal per family. If the household is too small for a whole animal, that person and the neighbors nearest his house are to select one based on the combined number of people. Uh, you should apportion the animal according to what each will eat. You must have an unblemished animal, a year old male, you must you may take it from either the sheep or the goats you are to keep it until the 14th day of the month then the whole assembly of the community of Israel will slaughter the animals at Twilight 7 says they must take some of the blood and put it on the doorpost at the lintel of the houses where they eat them they are to eat the meat that night, they should eat it roasted over the fire, along with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or cooked in boiling water, but only roast it over the fire. Its head, as well as its legs and inner organs, you must not leave any of it until morning. Any part of it left until morning, you must burn. So here, this is where Moses gets instructions, and the law begins to declare what they must do with the lamb, how they must put the lamb on the blood of the lamb over the doorpost because of what God is about to come behind and do. So I want us to pay very close attention. Uh, Going down into um, verse 12, it says, I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and strike every firstborn male in the land of Egypt, both met both people and animals. I am the Lord. I will execute judgments against all the gods. Of Egypt. The blood on the houses where you are stand will be a distinguishing mark for you. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. No plague will be among you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Alright. So this here is this is this is serious instructions. This is serious instructions. And I get it. We're back in the book of Exodus. The children of Israel, they are about to depart from Egypt, they're about to leave, they're about to exit Egypt, they're about to exit that portion of slavery. Uh, 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 They are getting ready to move. God tells them further on in this particular chapter, man, y'all get ready, y'all get what you can get from your your Egyptian neighbors, y'all get ready to go. But get this up, you make sure you put that blood over the doorpost that you'll be covered, right? And it goes a little deeper than that, but where we are tonight, we're talking about deliverance because God is about to deliver the children of Israel from that particular portion of their slavery. They have been praying for years. Understand, I want us to look in verse 31. The word of God says that, that well, after the plagues, God did exactly what he said he was going to do. Everybody who had the blood over their doorposts, the death angel passed over them. In verse 31, the word of God says that He, the Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron during the night and said, Get out immediately from among my people, you and the Israelites, and go worship the Lord as you have said. Take even your flocks and your herds as you asked, and leave at, and also bless me. So where we are with this, guys, we're talking about deliverance. God is going to God is delivering the children of Israel from Egyptian slavery. But the key portion of this particular deliverance was the obedient portion that the children of Israel had to apply or be obedient to before their deliverance could take place. Many of us, we want to be delivered from certain situations or certain things in our lives, but we are not obedient to the instruction that God sends forth through those that he's speaking through. You have to understand that in order to be delivered, obedience has to coincide with with the deliverance. If the children of Israel wouldn't have been delivered or wouldn't have been obedient, most of them, if not all of them, would have died when the death angel came about. Now, obedience is compliance with an order, request, a or law, a submission to another's authority. So one, when we talk about leaders in the body of Christ, As a follower of any leader, you have to first believe in that leader. You have to first believe that that leader has been called by God, that this leader can hear from God on your behalf and that this leader can impart instructions to you from the Lord. Thus says the Lord. The word of God says that I've given pastors and teachers after my own heart. So, yes, leaders are needed. Leaders are needed in every particular every every area of our lives. We need leaders in church. We need leaders on the job. We need leaders in the community. We need leaders in the political realm. We need leaders in every portion of our lives. But first, you have to believe in that leader to submit unto that leader, all right? So obedience plays a major role in your deliverance. I'm going to say it again. Obedience plays a major role in your deliverance you can come down to the altar the man or the woman of god can lay hands on you and they can cast that demon out of you but guess what that casting comes with a set of instructions okay that casting comes with the set of instructions going back we're going to go deep into that but going back right here in the book of exodus we see that the oppressor commanded that the slaves leave. So what happens when your enemy <laughs> commands you to leave his presence? Something has had to transpire for your enemy to command you to leave. I have been so obedient to God that just my very presence irritates the enemy. I have been so obedient to God, to the spirit of God, that that, that, that just my, 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 my showing up makes the enemy uncomfortable. So when things begin to become disturbed in an obedience person's life, that person understands that this disturbance is coming from my obedience. Sometimes a disturbance can come from a lack of obedience, but when it comes from a lack of obedience, that's supposed to. It's all designed. It's supposed to wake you up and say, look, man, If I believe in God, if I believe in a risen Savior, how come I'm not doing what I say I believe in? Many of us, we say one thing, we do another, but the action speaks louder than the confession. I was just sharing with somebody today. You can have somebody telling you they are gangster. I'm a whole gangster in these streets. But every time you see that person, they doing the work of the Lord. They ain't never doing no gangster stuff. They doing the work of the Lord. So their action declares that I am a servant of God, even though I'm saying I'm this. See, you can say you that, but your actions determine whether or not you believe that. So what I'm saying is you can say you are a believer, but your action contradicts every single thing that you are saying. So guess what? I am. More so watching the act. Yeah, she say she believe in God, but she always got a mouth on somebody. He say he believe in God, but he always got his mouth on somebody. Man, that ain't that ain't what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I am forced to believe that you are a lying hypocrite. I pray that it's making sense. We're talking about deliverance because we want to see people delivered. Oh my God. Because once you are delivered, then you can come and be equipped. Oh my God. See, don't just come to the altar and and, and ask to be delivered from some things. Delivered from what's tormenting you. You only want to be delivered from what's tormenting you in that particular moment because it's uncomfortable. So you know to come to where deliverance can take place, but guess what? Once you are delivered, you have to be equipped for the working of service. Ministry is service, for the working of service, for the working of being able to serve other people because this is the catch. You have been delivered from a particular thing, Other people are still struggling with what you've been set free from. The only way that you can be set free from what you've been struggling with is the obedience that that's required to keep you set free. See, at any given moment, we can turn loose what has been keeping us, my God, at any given moment, we can turn loose what has been keeping us sane. What has been keeping us cleansed, what has been keeping us holy. We we can turn it loose what has been keeping us sanctified. We can turn it loose what we've believed. We can turn it loose what has been sustaining us. If you have a job and that job produces enough finance for your lifestyle to be sustained, if you turn it loose, your lifestyle will not continue to be sustained. If you have found a certain type of peace in your life if you turn a loose the god who has been giving you the peace that surpasses all understanding you can no longer continue to be sustained in that peace don't 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 tap out on me right now y'all y'all tune in tune in with me tune in with me deliverance 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 is real but guess what the obedience in exodus took place before their deliverance my god the obedience took place before their deliverance deliverance prayer was what kicked it off in the beginning because they had been praying for a redeemer they had been praying for someone to deliver them they had been praying for god to deliver them so in the beginning prayer kicks it off You've been praying for some things. You've been praying for a change. You've been praying for a better outcome. You've been praying for a shift in your life. You've been praying and praying and praying. But now God sends someone to give you a set of instructions. And I'm here to give you instructions tonight. Begin to be obedient to what the Spirit of God is directing and leading you to do. Okay. Many of us, man, we are just not obedient. We are just not obedient. If there is no obedience, there can be no deliverance. Understand in the book of Exodus, this particular chapter, the obedience to the instructions that Moses gave the people that came from the Lord. They did that. They did that. They, they believed. they followed Moses. They did that thing. And guess what? God did what he said he was going to do. Don't miss this. God did what he said. He was going to do. So you can come to the altar, man, and they can lay hands on you. But guess what? You got to be willing and ready to turn that thing completely loose. When you're down here at the altar, man, with your arms extended and you calling out to God from a sincere place, man, you got to make sure that everything that's in your heart is ready to turn loose, everything that's holding you captive. Everything, that drug addiction, that sex addiction, that pornography addiction, that lying addiction, that that drinking addiction, that dope man, whatever it is that's holding you down. Man, I'm being for real, for real with y'all this evening. Whatever it is, you can be delivered from that thing, but you have to turn it loose first. So the instruction is turn it loose in your heart. Okay. Turn it loose in your heart and you can be delivered. You can walk in your deliverance. You can live in your deliverance. So let's backtrack. It started with prayer. You've been praying for a long time. Now some instructions come. The instructions don't make sense. They don't make sense. But you got a choice in that moment where it don't make sense. The instructions are spiritual instructions. So therefore you cannot wrap your carnal mind around these spiritual instructions. It could be something as simple as giving. The spirit tells you something inside of you is nudging you. Give your last, give your last. Like, man, that can't be God. And you hold on to what you have. That's already not enough. You hold on to it and guess what? It goes just as fast. And it, not just monetary you could be holding man God say turn loose this little piece of peace that you have and watch what I do God say turn loose the way you think that it's gonna go see many of us we think God is gonna show up in a certain type of way and when he don't show up in that particular way we are discombobulated we're dismayed and we shut down and man of course we can't be obedient when we shut down for real for real for real he says look here man Pharaoh tells Moses, he say, you and these people, y'all leave, man. It's too much going on, man. It's God that y'all serve, bro. He he wrecking shop over here. It's time for y'all to go. He say, man, look, bro. Then look, the enemy tells him, go and worship the Lord as you have said, bro. He say, man, look, if y'all, if y'all don't know what's going on, let me tell you what's the enemy. If you don't know what's going on, let me tell you what's going on. Your God, bro, whoever y'all praying to is over here acting bad. Yes, he's over here acting bad, man. He's over here killing stuff. He didn't kill my son. So bro, y'all just go and do what you said you was gonna do. I want to encourage you now. If you pray, look out for the instructions. Instructions are coming. You have to be obedient to the instructions before the deliverance can take place. You feel me? And so now they've prayed, the instructions came, they were obedient to the instructions. Now the enemy is pushing them out. Oh, my God. The enemy is pushing them out of the land. But the enemy told them, he said y'all go and worship. Moses, you've been saying that y'all need to go over here and worship God. Moses never had no intentions on coming back with these people. But he said, you told me that y'all needed to go worship your God. If you going to worship your God will appease him and make him pipe down, calm your God down with these plagues, with this wrath. Man, y'all go do what you said. I need you to go and work. Somebody needs you right now to worship your God. Amen. (laughs) Somebody needs you to worship God. For real, for real. The scripture says true worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm. It's not a true worship if you're not worshiping in spirit and in truth. If you are worshiping and praising God, not even praising, if you are worshiping God just because you feel good at the moment, that's not you're not in the right spirit. You're not in the right spirit. Can you worship God when it's going down? Can man, can you imagine God turning loose some plagues on you killing your firstborn? What type of worship you going to have? I'm being for real for real, right? He tells the man, go do what y'all said y'all was going to do. He say, take everything. Don't leave nothing, bruh. Let me tell you something, man. When you walking in tune and in sync and in step with God, let me tell you something. I can leave, man. I can come to your house and I can leave my jacket at your house. And guess what? The anointing in my jacket will make things in your house uncomfortable. Okay. They say, come on. I'm telling you no lie. I'm telling you no lie. Somebody can leave an evil garment in your house. And make things uncomfortable too for real so one as we go a little bit further as we go a little bit further talking about deliverance and how to remain delivered I want you to understand that first it starts with praying you have faith to pray to God next you have to listen for the instructions then you have to be obedient to those instructions you have to be obedient to those instructions then your deliverance can take place. While you are going through the process, the process of being delivered began when Pharaoh commanded them to leave his presence. They begin to walk out of the situation. Your deliverance begins when you begin to walk in the opposite direction. The word of God says, resist the devil. When you're resisting him, you're going in an opposite direction. He says, resist the devil and he going to flee. So Pharaoh commanded them to leave. So when your enemy commands you to leave, you are moving in the direction of your obedience with the objective of going. Because you told God that if he show up and if he bring you out of this thing, you're going to do X, Y, Z. Bro, I'm telling you, sis, I'm telling you, go do what you said you was going to do. You told God, man, look, God, if you help me out of this situation, I won't talk about now another person in my life. And look, here you is. Still talking about people. Still got your mouth on people. Still lying. Still cheating. It's crazy, right? So check this out. Check this out. It began with their praying and they had prayed a long time. So you you've prayed for a month, maybe two months, baby. That ain't no time. You need to practice praying. You need to practice coming into agreement with what you say you believe. Keep on asking God. I know some people say, man, if you, you, you ain't got no faith. If you done prayed and you keep praying for the same thing, baby, you pray on that thing until you are convinced within you until it's confirmed, man, look, you, you, this ain't got nothing to do with you until it's confirmed within, I'm going to keep lifting it up to God. Thank you, father. The see, this is how the confirmation, <laughs> this is how the confirmation process works. When you're praying for some stuff, you're talking to God and you're asking God for some for certain things, and you've been talking to Him about these certain things for for a certain period of time, right? You keep on talking to Him and you keep on praying on these things until your spirit comes into agreement with that prayer. Okay, you so say what that means? That means you can begin praying from your soul. You can begin praying from your emotions. You can begin praying from your intellect. All these things lie within your soul. You begin to pray from your soul, but when your spirit comes into agreement and your spirit is not going to come into agreement until what you're praying is the will of God for your life. Oh my God, my God, my God. Your spirit is not going to come into agreement until you're beginning to pray the will of God for your life, it, you you praying for a better house, a bigger house. It may not be God's will for you to get a big house. You you may need to keep that one bedroom apartment. Cause truth be told, look how you dogging that out. You see what I'm saying? You if if you have a twenty thousand dollar house and you're not treating that like it's a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. You can get a $250,000 house and you're going to treat that $250,000 house like it is a $20,000 house. You need to learn to appreciate what you have. You need to learn to appreciate where you are. You may not be in the best of best situations right now, but when you understand that God is with you through it all, you can begin to appreciate where you are right now. So back to this praying piece. When your spirit comes into agreement with your soul now, now. We can push the ball and we can push this thing a little bit farther. So when your spirit comes into agreement, now you are being obedient and moving in the direction of your exodus, of your deliverance. Now get this up, Pharaoh told them, make sure you go do what y'all said y'all was going to do. So I'm telling you, when you are moving out of a situation, bruh, sis, go do what you said you was going to do. Go do what you said you was going to do. Now, this deliverance piece, once again, deliverance ministry refers to groups that perform, oh my God, practices. To be honest with y'all, man, it's too many performances going on in the ministries. It's too many performances going on in the churches. And when you have a sincere person coming forth to equip the people. Y'all make it hard on us, bruh. Take this how you want to take it. Y'all make it hard on people who are really trying to equip people. Now, this ain't no attack. This is just being 100 with you. It's too many performances going on. You, 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 man, come on, bruh. You touch somebody and they fall out, man, Okay, cool, bro. But don't you get the big head thinking that that's you. I know some people that them push some people down and get to see. I know some people when they tried to push a person down and the person wouldn't fall, they got mad and start calling the person devil. Man, watch out, bro. Let the spirit of the Lord do what he's going to do. Man, let the spirit, the Lord can deliver you without nobody putting their hands on you. For real. All you got to do is be obedient. Yeah, man, you can be touched and feel the presence of the Lord. For real. You can, you can. But we got to understand that it's too many performances in the church. You got to pipe down with all that, man, that the people can really pay attention. People really perform a lot because they don't really want you to see that they don't know nothing. Oh, boy. I think we better cut the show right there. People perform a lot because they don't want you to see that they don't know nothing. They playing you like you willy foo foo or somebody. Bruh, put your spiritual eyes on. Go into a setting, go into a sanctuary looking for something, bro. And if they in there playing, get your stuff, get your kids, get your family. Get up out of there. Expeditiously leave. Because we are in a season and a time of warfare to where everything is under attack. We here trying to be delivered. Your deliverance lies within your obedience. Be obedient. Be obedient. Do what you said you was going to do. Follow the instructions of the Lord. Deliverance ministries refer to groups that perform practices and rituals. Bruh, stuff don't take place the same way every single time. Yeah, Elijah will call down fire from heaven. You feel me? God may use us in a different way. You know what I'm saying? David used five, used used had five stones and a sling You know what I'm saying? God may use us in a different way. That worked for them in that time. What worked for David may not work for Jay. You know what I'm saying? Understand yourself. Practicing rituals to cleanse people, to cleanse people of demons and evil spirits. Yeah, there are situations in the Scripture to where there was a par- paralyzed young man. And evil spirits will, 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 will make him convulge and throw him down and throw him in fires. And what did Jesus do? Jesus commanded those evil spirits come out of him. Don't return. Jesus went to the tomb and the man was sitting there cutting on himself. Man, come on. Jesus say, bro, what's going on with you? What's your name? Man, I, we, we legions. Demons have to obey. And I know man, hey, you know, that for this type of teaching, do you understand what type of attacks come? But guess what? The word of God says that greater is he that's within me than he who is within this world and yes man i know from first john four and four i know man that was talking about the spirit of the antichrist but when you dig a little deeper you understand that in this totality yeah the antichrist is here anybody that don't believe the message they are part of the antichrist anybody that believes the message we are deemed to be children of god i believe the message i am a child of god therefore because i am a child of god greater is my god who is within me than he who is within the world attacks gonna come regardless. You can be in the pits of hell and still be an attack. You could be on the mountaintop and the attack's going to come. So guess what? The attack's going to come, but greater is he who's within me. For the word of God said, there is absolutely no weapon that is formed against me that can prosper. Understand this here. This is done in order to address problems to address problems in their life deemed to be manifested as a result. People going through some things. Their children going through some things. A lot of this stuff that we call forth as demonic activity is outright rebellious on your part. A lot of this stuff, man, oh, that's the devil. Nah, baby, that's you. You tripping. You need the deliverance. You bringing it? You 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 holding yourself hostage? Because guess what? We all know the story that as they got a certain part, a certain way out in that wilderness, hey, many of them wanted to go back to slavery. See, we, we God, we we pray, God gives instructions, we follow the instructions, we move toward our deliverance, we actually move in our deliverance, but then we can't keep pressing forward. Because deliverance isn't always pretty. I want to call your attention to uh, Matthew, the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 12. I I want to show you something in, in the book of Matthew, chapter 12, around the 43rd verse, because we're talking about deliverance. And if you if you're following along in your scripture, if you're just writing the notes down, I just want to recap. Obedience plays a major role in your deliverance. I get it, man. You spitting, you snod and you're passing gas and you're crying and spirits come out in all these forms. Right. Evil spirits come out in all these forms. Right. But guess what? After you've had that episode and you get up and you refuse to be obedient to the instructions. Guess what? You're not going to remain delivered. The word of God says in Matthew, chapter 12, around the 43rd verse, it says, when an unclean spirit comes out of a person, it roams through waterless places, looking for rest, but doesn't find any. Man, ain't nobody trying to take on that mess that thing came up out of you, for real, for real. Remember, you can do all this here. You can do all. You 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 can snot. You can cry. You can throw up. All these. All this is called purging, passing gas. All that is called purging over the evil spirit. But guess what? Once that spirit comes out of you, that spirit travels through waterless places looking for rest, but doesn't find any. Then this spirit has a conversation with itself, with itself. It says, I'll go back to my house that I came from. Returning, it finds the house vacant swept and put in order then it goes and bring oh wait a minute it returns the spirit returns unto you it returns unto you finding that you've been clean you in your right mind right now but guess what happens because that spirit left and you refuse to be equipped for the working of ministry for the working of service that spirit tries to come back because you're not being equipped you have your deliverance is contingent upon your obedience the obedience said now get yourself somewhere and be equipped for this battle that you have to engage in for the rest of your life while you're here get yourself equipped the very things that has been cleansed from you get equipped to go help somebody that needs to be cleansed from that thing okay because if you don't be equipped the word of god says then that spirit goes and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they enter and settle down where? In you. As a result, you are, your last condition is worse than your first. A spirit is on an assignment to run you crazy. Deliverance is based upon your obedience. You have to be obedient. After you've been delivered from some things, you have to be equipped for the war. This is the calling of the apostolic ministry. You have to be equipped for what's about to come against you. You have to be equipped in the spirit realm. You have to be equipped in the natural realm. You have to be equipped in totality for what's coming against you. Because guess what? You are filled in the spiritual realm and then you are released back into this natural realm to go wage war ain't nobody believing me right understand this here the book of john the book of john chapter 8 the book of john chapter 8 verse 11 talks about let me find it for you 8 and 11 8 and 11 book of john chapter 8 and 11. the word of god says well before we get to 11 here we find a woman being accused of adultery you may have been accused of adultery you you might just can't keep your stuff in your pants you might just can't keep your legs closed you you have an addiction to sex you know what i'm saying you can't keep you can't be faithful to the one that has been assigned to you that's a spirit that's an addiction but jesus said, look here man when they come accusing you i'm ready to forgive you but don't miss this part because I'm not telling you that you can't be forgiven. You can be forgiven. You can walk in your deliverance. You can walk in that deliverance. Jesus in the eleven tells us, he say, woman, where are the people who, who brought these charges against you? She look around and she say, man, they gone. And Jesus say, well, look, I don't bring no charges against you either. He say from now on, do not sin anymore. You got to stop that. If you are delivered from a thing, you can't keep going back into that thing. As we read in the previous scripture, in Matthew, once that spirit is cleansed from you and you let it back in, you're going to be worse off at the end than you were when you started. You have to the obedience. Jesus said, look, go your way. And from now on, Don't sin anymore. Don't don't fall short in that area. So you saying, man, Apostle J, man, look, bro, I've been, been, man, addicted to this for a, a long time, man. Do you believe you can be set free from it? Man, it ain't just easy like talking about, man. Do you believe you could be set free from it? But, man, I've been, man, do you believe that you can be set free from it? Yeah, I believe that's the end of that. Now, listen to these instructions. Get somewhere that can equip you to fight against. Join a group. Join a sexual group. Join an NA group. Join a narcotics. I'm not just telling you to go find your church. Join you something that can help you fight. These are your instructions. Be obedient to the instructions. And watch, because the spiritual peace, it comes alone. As we begin to develop, so now I understand that, that that the groups can't just keep me, but it's a start. Now let me find a ministry or something, bro, that I can be equipped for service. Let me find a ministry that I can, if it ain't jumping off in that ministry with this particular group, let me start the group. Let me let me help the people that's in here struggling, baby. I'm not I'm not the one that's just gonna tell you to pray on it. It start with prayer. But you got to do some stuff. You got to be obedient to what you're asking God for. So understand this here. Jesus, tell that woman. He say, look, you got a second chance. You've been delivered from it. You've been delivered from the ones that want to kill you. Don't do that no more. Mm. Don't, 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 don't do that no more. I know, I know, I know. Don't do that no more. I want to call your attention to the book the same book, uh, John chapter 5 uh uh verse 14 here here we find uh jesus who healed the paralytic man paralegic man the man who couldn't walk jesus healed him jesus healed him then jesus found him in the temple and said look bro you see you've been made well right i'm telling you look sis look bro you've been you've been healed from that thing right that, 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 that little thing you had going on under your arm, you didn't know what was going on with it, man. And you prayed and, and, and God heals you, that that thing you had popping up out, out, out the side of your neck, that thing you had popping up in your eye, God healed you from that thing. Jesus say, see, you've been made well. He said, don't sin no more. Don't go back into what you've been delivered from anymore. Don't you fall victim to that no more. He says, why? Because something worse, may happen to you oh there ain't nobody trying to hear that (laughs) something worse may happen to you don't 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 do that don't don't now now don't don't do that stop stop that stop that so as we get ready to conclude man we want to talk we we talking about deliverance and how to remain delivered right how do i remain delivered your obedience is what allow you to remain delivered What I'm telling you now is if you need to be delivered from some stuff, find yourself in in, in a spirit-filled ministry. And see what happens there. Be equipped because the, the, the obedience, the obedience, one they prayed, then the instructions came. They were obedient to the instructions, then the deliverance came. The enemy told them, go do what you said you was gonna do. Go worship God. I'm on this journey. I'm coming out of Lodabar. I'm coming out of each. I'm on my way to worship God, but I don't really know how to worship a holy God. So now I find myself being somewhere being equipped on how to worship God. Let me worship God, man. Let, let me see what this is about. The word of God say true worship is going to worship me in spirit and in truth, man, spirit and in truth. I ain't talking this, my truth, my truth, my truth stuff. Miss me with your truth, bro, for real. Because your truth still got you bound to some stuff. Your truth still got you struggling in a lot of areas, bro. Yo, I, I don't trust your truth, for real. If I tell you my truth, I need you to see the evidence in my truth. I need you to see the evidence. I need you to see the deliverance. I need you to look back over my resume and see where God has bought me from, what he has bought me to, and what he's taking me to. I need you to see that. See, you can't see where he's taking me to being short vision. You can't see that, bro. Understand, once again, your prayer, your, 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 your spirit has to come into agreement with your soul. And all of it has to line up with the will of God. It has to line up with the will of God. So in order for you to, de- to, to be delivered from some things, understand your obedience plays a major role in it. You have to be obedient. Listen, man, you have to be obedient, y'all. Obey, man, I, 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 I'm not talking about that old temporary obedience that many of us are so accustomed to. I'm not talking about that at all. Uh, what I'm talking about, man, is, 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 is a commitment. The shirt does the shirt say commitment plus consistency equals change. If you are looking for change, here is the formula commitment to obedience. Consistency in obedience will give you the deliverance, a.k.a. the change that you're looking for. The word of God says in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 26. For if we deliberately go on sinning, if we deliberately keep going back that into that thing that caused us that to need deliverance, and afraid. if I keep going back into slavery, bro, if I keep going back into bondage, come on, bro, I'm going to find myself in there stuck, not able to come out, bro. And then I'm going to be in there just reminiscing on what it was when I was free. See what I'm saying? I'm going to be back in, in bondage reminiscing on what it was when I was free because I I was in slavery. I got delivered. Now I've experienced freedom. But yet I felt like I need to go back and I'm bound up. I'm locked up again, bro. Man, is you crazy? I'm, I'm sorry. Are you insane? If we deliberately go on sinning afterward, receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. But a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire about to consume the adversaries. So what was meant to consume our adversary will now be the same thing that consumes you if you keep going back. I'm not talking about if God send you back to pull somebody out. But some of y'all ain't even strong enough to go back, bro. Some of you ain't even been out long enough to talk about going back. Even in prison ministry, bro, you gotta wait a certain amount of time before you can go back into and, and do prison ministry. Some of you just you you just stopped smoking weed last week. And here you will skinning and grinning in the weed man's face, talking about you gonna get him delivered. Some of y'all, bro, you just stopped climbing into somebody else's bed, and here you are at the brothel talking about you to pull man, bro. You better man, listen. Deliverance 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 is real deliverance is possible but your obedience your obedience is everything your obedience is everything the instructions for you this evening is to find you somewhere that you can go and be equipped for the works of ministry for the service of those who need you the most. You might think they need you skinning and grinning in their face, getting high with them, drinking with them, doing what you do with them. You know what I'm saying? But nah, bro, they really need you to come out. Listen to me. They really need you to come out. They need you to come out and they need you to stay out. Because if you can be a sign of hope, then you can be a sign of Jesus. Yeah, You could be a sign of God man they they already know your story bro stop adding on to that mess they know your story they know you're a killer they know you can you can smoke with the best of them they know you can hold it down like nobody else they know you ran the block they know they know you hold that section they they know that now it's time to show them something new that they can get to know something new come on out of that thing and be delivered man for real obedience is everything when it comes to deliverance man you've been tuned in to the tkhs man that's that's about our time man i said i was gonna give you guys a snippet of that my god is so real but i just want to remind you man sunday morning 10 30 it go down at the kingdom man for real 9001 airport boulevard suite 109 houston texas 77061 dynamic leaders dynamic teachers bro i'm talking about somebody that's People that's gonna give you a deposit, that's gonna challenge you. Get your mind right, bro. Stop all it, Stop with the fluff. Kill the theatrics. You know what I'm talking about? Kill that. Come get your mind right. Get your heart right. Get your soul right. Get your spirit right. Then see what it's gonna be. Man, you've been tuned in to the T
1: K H S. Man, as we get ready to get out of here. Hey, I love you. Hey. Hey. I'ma come down, it's just the H time in me I ain't swinging on no swings, I'm thinking densers and bendy I done came out the hood, the first exit was mentally Then my spirit called up, changed demographics physically H time, ride slabs, a lot ride forward Still preaching the word of God, but your spirit ain't torn Your are we ain't born, we gon' give you this work Cause we put in this work, just to show you your worth Fifteens on the MC, swangin', bangin' Was stuck in my way, started changing, changing. One touch, from the lord and i'm still ain't changing frozen jesus peace no longer is he dangling middle finger down with the flag no banging move with a purpose no longer just hanging baptize another classic, get the frame just hanging standing on the word and we oh so dangerous
2: With the curse that was on my life, wasn't living right. Sipping, service Sprite, man, partying all night. Straight up fish fights, if them boys talking reckless. Can't be lame, coming out of Houston, Texas. Gotta maintain, gotta grip grain, gotta switch lanes, man, in the candidate, Then I realized to lift Christ died's game. Then he took away all the hurt and the pain my soul made me whole tried me through the fire i done came my peers go save my soul i forever give him praise need to surrender now because we in the last days if you're not for him then you against him if he be forced i love be against me from the South, so real. yeah i remember when i got that diamond grill yeah from D- Car, no cheer. Yeah, I'm the man, but my heart was full of steel. Yeah, I was running from a car, and it was years Yeah, so fast that I couldn't even hear.
1: Yeah, if you ask me why I did it, it was fear. Yeah, Christ, say me and tell me how to live for real. Oh, love.